From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. This is the best beer show on the internet. Yes. Or more like, yes, queen. Queen. All right, before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to the American Homebrewers Association. They do a lot of support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. During the AHA, we'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the fur link above our homepage or use Blind Dash Ninja Dash Studios at checkout and join today. I'd also like to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoppenbrill Brewing, Brian Bryanson, Devin Stinson, Phil Feldman, and Tyler Romanski. If you're looking for a patron, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Brian, what have you been up to beer related lately, my friend? Oh, so we went to a pizza brew pub, and maybe I've talked about this place oh. uh, before um moon ridge brewing company in cornell wisconsin i've <laughs> oh, never heard of that one yeah um i think it's a five barrel okay might be a barrel i don't know it's a Either real way, tiny yeah when we were there it was for sale and it was not very expensive um was making money they had like you know trying to retire and like all that jazz um but yeah they have you know like a reuben pizza a taco pizza uh pizza was awesome it was spent grain um ipa was halfway decent like th- there were no off flavors in the beer um but yeah it is one of lucy and i it's one of our favorite places and i'm awesome I'm sure we've I've talked about it. Before. I think so too. I, like it, it sounds familiar. I just, yeah, I haven't been there. So it hasn't like weaseled its way into my head yet. Yeah, there it's, it is like on the other side of nowhere. So. <laughs> awesome. That. Yeah, that. And then other than that, not a whole lot. What about you? Oh man, I've had uh, I've had some journeys uh, over the past uh, couple of weeks here. I went to a galaxy far, far away uh, and had uh, had some space beer, uh, which was like that was actually kind of an interesting experience. So I did the uh, the Star Cruiser um, Star Wars experience at Disney, which is like the two day um, fully immersive experience. I haven't had a chance to get Brian to download on that, but we won't do that on this episode. Uh, yeah. That is, uh, there's an entire episode of DOO. If you want to listen to me monologue about it for an hour, you can do, you can <laughs> hear that. Um, well, I was going to say it, not to butt too, in too right. hard here, but you sent a shitload of pictures, like snaps and pictures. And you're, you're a pretty smiley guy as it is. Um, I don't know if the listeners know that or not, but there's usually a big ass smile on your I'm face. I'm a grump. <laughs> no, I am the grump. But, um, anyway, I was showing Lucy these pictures and I was like, I've never I've never seen you that happy ever. And and you're always pretty fucking happy about it. I don't it. know if I've ever been that happy ever. The, cu- <laughs> the like I'm not gonna lie, like the emotional come down of that trip has been incredibly brutal. 
Yeah, you very definitely mentioned that as well. In text. <laughs> so I, I said that to this guy. I was like, he's like, he's like, like low key, not low, not even low key. He's like coming down. I'm like, I was straight up depressed. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing low key about it. Uh, but no, so they uh, had a bunch of like, I guess, nationwide craft breweries on. It's like, um, Sierra Nevada and Stone and that kind of thing. Yeah. We're on with like fun Star Warsy names, but it was really just Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and stuff like that. Um, so so nothing, nothing too crazy there. Uh, and then I got back from that trip and went uh, directly to, oh, uh, I sh- take that back. I hit this other small brewery in Orlando before we went um, called Persimmons Brewing Company. They're like a local uh, brewery chain there. Um, Why have I heard of that? And it is because I've been to Florida numerous times, but I don't remember why that. Yeah, no, I've definitely experienced that brewery before. I don't remember why, though. Yeah, and it was uh, it was pretty good. Uh, They had a um, a English bitter on that was really good. It was just fantastic. Um, And then. Real hard to find. They're days. they're so hard to find over here. It's didn't, didn't used to be. Yeah. Uh and then I went out to Seattle, which, you know, Seattle's a beer city. Um yeah. and I really only hit one brewery while I was there because I unfortunately got sick. But you know, I powered through and still drank a bunch of uh beer on the Amazon dime. So You got the old summer cold too. I did too. Yeah. Maybe you guys can hear that, maybe you can't, but yeah, I was sick, very sick on Thursday and Friday this week. Yeah, I got mine. Uh, it was Tuesday, Wednesday were my knockdown days. Mm. Um, but yeah, we went to uh, Optimism Brewing Company. And the beer was good, but the one of the kind of interesting things was is they did not allow tipping at all. They had a big in, sign up. This is in Seattle? Yeah, yeah. They had a big sign up that... Um, that said uh, that all of their staff start at, uh, I think it's like 25 bucks an hour or whatever. And that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and they don't, uh, they don't allow tipping um, to try to equate uh, back of house and front of house pay and the whole thing, uh, which was kind of interesting. I mean, I did pay $9 for a beer. So I was going to ask, I mean, you're already paying that much on the West coast anyway. Yeah. Or, well, I should say, if you're not basically, if you're not in flyover country, yeah, um, and you're not in the actual city, like I think the Twin Cities are probably they're get kind of getting up there. They're they getting not? up there for sure. Yeah, but, this is what it is. So I guess I have uh, through throughout all of this, I have a question for you that I'm really curious to hear what your answer is. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point is a beer too expensive? Like when you look at a menu. And that you're like, that is too much, and I will not pay that for a beer. Is it is it a general number? Is it based off of other things on the menu? What is it? If it's listen, man, like, okay, let let's let's talk about Bell's Too Hearted. If Bell's Too Hearted becomes nine dollars, that's that's too much, man. Okay. That's insane. Like you you know when you're well, okay, so I remember 2008 or nine. I remember you could get seven ounces of wire, wireman, mm-hmm. wirebacher, 
Weyerbacher. Weyerbacher, double Simcoe, and it was like a buck an ounce. And I remember paying $7 for seven ounces of beer. And I was like, hell yeah, I don't care. So push that into like 16 ounces, that'd be like $16. I might, I might pay that just because I know why and I know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand like the front of house, back of house, having worked in the service industry, but I don't know if I can jive with that at this point. Cause I'm like, well, if you're good at what you do, you'll get compensated in a way mm-hmm. and it'll even out in a sense. But, but I think like the area of $10 for just a regular ass beer is too much. Okay. But if you know what you're, like I said, if you know what you're paying for, like, if you know, it's like a specialty, you know, it's a bourbon barrel aged and like the amount of money and time that went into it, then I'm, I'm okay with that. That's if it's my choice, I'm okay with it. If it's not my choice, meaning if it's a $10, $9 bells too hard, you can go pound sand. I'm, I'm out. I'm all the way out. Okay. What about you? Um, so I, I had this moral conundrum, uh, while I was on uh, at Star Cruiser, so a cocktail like a an old fashioned was fifteen dollars, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and like they, and like even their spe- like all of their specialty cocktails were right around the fifteen dollar mark, which for a cocktail like you kind of expect to do that. Like that's just kind of expected, right? At at some place like Disney, how much do you think I, I paid yeah. for a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale? Twelve, See, that's what I'm saying. And like, so at that point, I I was like, I had one, and I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Why would I do that when I could have a specialty cocktail for a dollar more? Right, I totally agree with you, and you should probably note that there was live entertainment yo yeah yeah but you paid a cover probably cover i'm using air quotes for listeners of the ticket to get in right yeah 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 so yeah i was like all food and stuff was covered it was just alcohol i had to pay more for but okay So, so there's your your reasoning behind okay whatever fine i'll pay 15 dollars. yeah 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 i'm just like i but at that point i was like i can't justify that cost for a beer like ten dollars i would have been like okay but when it's a dollar less than a cocktail that somebody actually has to like mix do stuff yeah other than pull pull and pour a beer hand yeah plus the beers were only 12 ounces instead of 16 and that just makes me mad um, I'm with you. Yeah, that like it just it it just rubs me the wrong way. Nine dollars was really pushing it for me when I was at Optimism, but I didn't have anything better to do. Yeah, there's that. So that. I spent twenty dollars on three beers, uh, <laughs> or two beers. I think maybe the Devster could could confirm or deny, but I think we maybe paid eight bucks a piece for those double IPAs we had when we were in St. Louis. Which yeah. I was like, oh, that's a double IPA. Like, hops are expensive. Like, I get it. Grain went up like twenty cents a pound. Like, I don't know. It's it's hard, hard, hard to think about. Because I think 
Pop and Barrel, I don't even know what they're currently at, but I think maybe there was a discussion at least a year ago where it was like, shoot, did we go up to $7? That's what like everyone else in the neighborhood was charging at the time. And so I think that that discussion was on the table, at least for higher gravity stuff, but I don't know. They've sure. definitely gone, done, done the bump. Yeah. And that, and maybe that was done. I just, I just don't remember. Yeah. Is what, yeah. Is what it is. So, yeah. Oh, it's just, it was just something I, I ran into a couple of times in the past, like a couple of weeks. And I was like, huh, where, where is my cutoff? Like, and I know there's the, like extenuating circumstances, but it's just something right. to think about. Uh, man, being a lush is getting expensive. I'm telling you what. Speaking of being a lush, man, I'm sitting here at a, staring at an unopened can of beer. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> you're right. You're right. I could have a drinking beer. I get it. But yeah. All right. Let's let's talk about chaos. Pattern. Yeah. So we're talking about a regional um, kind of favorite here. Uh, chaos pattern from uh, Three Sheeps Brewing Company in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. So that's the yep, other side of the state from us. If uh, you're a patron, then you can see the stream, and I am. You can also see yeah. like all the stupid frisbees that I own behind me. So, uh, yeah, is that all of but them? But I'm kidding. No, there's a that the whole book shelf is filled. There's a bunch on the floor over there. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta start selling some of those. So if you want frisbees, uh, you know, slip slide into my DMs. But yeah, we're doing chaos pattern, and I showed the can on the screen. That was my point. Oh, I was going to pull up the copy and then I forgot. I have uh, a cool can, actually. Yeah. Like, I, the art's neat. Um, I like these calming green and, and blue colors. Um, I'm going to pour it into my uh, um, very hard to find Meritsu, um, uh Abbey beer glass. I have a first annual Springfest pitchfork glass from 2014. So, you know, mine's also I special. You and I haven't been to for a minute. Pitchfork? Yeah, I haven't been in a minute. Mm, yeah, we'll have to, we'll talk after. Um, but I'm thinking you, it's time for an in-studio one next weekend, maybe. Yeah. Um, Maybe the weekend after, we got to talk about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. I got it's Gen great. Con this week, so. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's another thing I got to make it to one of these days. Yeah, anyway. I know, I know. All right, so Chaos Pattern is a... Uh, I'll read the copy quick. As a delicious hazy IPA brewed for everyday drinking, it's the kind of beer that ticks all of the boxes. When you want to enjoy a hazy IPA or two but don't really want to crack open that hard-to-find premium-priced IPA that you spent two days tracking down. Chaos Pattern has tons of tropical fruit and citrus flavors, a soft, luxurious mouthfeel, and none of that should-I-save-this-beer-to-share-with-my-friends uh, guilt. So it's good. Uh, oh, it's so good, you may have trouble keeping your friend or your fridge stocked. So it's a six and a half percent, 13 IBU hazy IPA. 13 IBU. Okay. So then we're talking post flame out additions mm -hmm. uh, on the can. It says featuring Equinox, Equinox, Citrus, Centennial and Cascade. So you got your classic stuff going on. Um, this is the non hazy hazy. I don't see gloppy Merc. I can, can't really see it necessarily um but i it is definitely like the non-hazy hazy which i absolutely appreciate the head at least in mine is uh nice and white and it is sticking around pretty good 
Mine is not uh, stip- sticking around pretty uh, too much. I mean, it's sticking, but it's not like yeah, no, fluffy. It's and that's fine. But um, aroma-wise, though, big like Tropicana notes, like orange juice, tropical fruit. Yeah. Mandarin. Um, a little bit of sticky icky, so I'm assuming that, uh, yeah, a little, little, almost dank, but the tangerine or mandarin is like taking over, but there's a dank in the background, but not Simcoe dank, not weed dank, just that is. It's a hint of dank. Li- very likely, yeah, that's sea blend. Um, yeah, that's really good aroma. And I have no way of knowing how old this can of beer is. Well, actually, I do have a way of knowing. <laughs> I look. I didn't know that they did the the date. So this was canned on uh, June 29th, which is fucking awesome. It's oh, only a month. Wow. I, what do you got? Four twenty-seven twenty-two. Four twenty-seven twenty-two. 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 Wow, we have wildly. <laughs> Less than a month old, in <laughs> and mine wow. is over a year. Unreal, and it's still holding, holding steady. I mean, it's holding like, and it doesn't look crazy oxidized. It's a little like if you hold yours up to yeah, the light. So no color change is what you're saying. Um, I got a little bit like mine's just a hint darker, but it's really not that bad. Yeah, and I got some like sunlight kind of coming through here. It's actually a finally a um, sunny day. I mean, hop flavors are probably a little bit more muted, but. I'm not getting a ton of card. I'm not really getting any cardboard or anything. This beer held up really well for being a year yeah. old. This is a freaking good beer. Uh, crackery bready uh, from malt. Uh, more crackery, I think. Saltine. Unsalted saltine. I'm not um, getting that. Well. The body is a little bit on the thin side. I need to stop talking uh, about this beer now. Why? Uh, it's very um like as I dig into the oh, malt, like it's yeah, it's just not like <laughs> you're getting uh yeah, I'm like This is a beer show. Well, okay, so it's definitely old. Uh <laughs> oh, that where you're going? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's not your fault, man. That's no, the... no, no, no. It's definitely not a you problem. No, I, I know. I know it's not a me problem. I just like this is a really good beer and I'm just get about ready to shit all over it because I have an old can and it's not their fault. Like I went and pulled one out of the, the singles at um and at Dick's and I probably just shouldn't have done that. I That's also not the not not the brewery's fault. It's the, it's the distributor and the, the liquor store's fault. And that's, you know, yeah, it's sucks that stuff just gets jammed into the singles when they're like oh you know i'm very lucky that i've got a month old one but i don't know i'm i'm a lot closer to sheboygan than you are so yeah by about what 30 minutes (laughs) oh yeah still in any case crackery bready dank lighter body so this one is definitely highly attenuated Uh, a lot of the sugars got eaten so it's crispy um I, this is a fucking great beer. Now I'm curious about this other one I picked up. How old? Oh, yeah. Okay. This one's also from 22. And it has the... the yeah, the founder. And it has the old... Uh, so your, yours has the new label. Mine has the old label still. I like the old label a lot. The old label's awesome. 
that beer has been around for a hundred million years. Like I remember <laughs> beer in the early two thousands. So, yeah. all right. Anyway, this beer is fantastic. If you can find it, yeah. grab it. Check the date. Don't get a year old one, even though like it's drinkable. It's just not what you want. Yeah. All right. I'm, whatever. Well, speaking of drinkable, but not what you want, we're doing another roll this roll style. Um, which is wow. very exciting. Uh, so the no coast Kolsch is actually on tap right now, but Brian hasn't been in studio to try it. So we haven't been able to talk about it on the show yet. And we, we need you to get you we need, for any number of years. You know, that, uh, the summer, summer is oh, like yeah. a pain show. Like we just, yeah, it's, it's tough. So um, hard to get yeah. So, well, and we got to do it soon because my dad keeps drinking it and then accidentally leaving the tap open and pouring about two pints on the floor. So <laughs> dad is a menace. He is a menace. Like I, he came over yesterday for a pool day and he left the tap open. And I'm like, dad again. He's like, oh, I'm so mad. That's a really good beer. And I keep wasting it. <laughs> <laughs> so recap what is Rolla style. So Rolla style is we are trying to get ahead of the big beer um, trends by creating our own. So we have uh, created a science or two scientific lists of <laughs> beer uh, adjectives and styles. And we roll. A, oh, sorry. Keep going. Uh, and we roll on this list to come up with a brand new style that we then have to brew. Whose idea was this? Bjorn Bjornsson's. Bjorn, kind of. Bjorn, kind of. Kind of. Well, I took his idea and I ran with it. Right. And then so. Andy, I believe, wanted us to add decoction to it until he tried a decoction. And he's like, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. So Cock-ups with Gary. Cock-ups with Gary. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So the way this works is we are going to roll on the... <laughs> table and if it's a style that exists we'll roll again if it's not then that's the one that we have to define and brew all right are you ready to roll brian i am i've got my d20 all right will you roll for an adjective 14 14 american is our adjective will you roll for a style please Mm -hmm. rolling off the table doesn't count. Fourteen. American triple. Ooh. <laughs> You're gonna have to bust out that orange mash ton, buddy. I know. Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? Triple, uh, triple, or tripel? Tripel. T r i p e l. All right. So does that connotate Belgian then? It or? sure does, but it's American. American triple tripel. Is there all right? Is there was not there's not a third roll, right? Uh no, only if we only if we accidentally screw up and then have to roll again. But I don't think American triple is a thing. Not yet. Well, yeah, I'm just gonna do a quick uh Google search. All right. Trapel. So, like, we're talking about like your your Belgian trapel. So, like, I'm assuming this has got to be. Um, oh, be there is one by Zipline Brewing Company. 
Okay. They made a beer called American Trippel. Uh, American Trippel takes Belgian tradition and subverts it using the usual clove and banana character with heats of hops. So we have to roll again. This exists. Okay, so Belgian Trappel is usually like a spicy dry Trappist ale. Yep. And if we were going to Americanize it, we'd probably just put a buttload of hops in it. Yeah. But I think we have to re-roll because the style exists. Oh. I don't know. I want to brew it. <laughs> I want to brew it. Okay. Well, then, if you if you want to brew it, then like let's make it better. So then, do we roll again to make it better, or do we? No, just no. Make? I think I think we stick with it, and then we'll just uh, we'll we'll make it better. All right. Well, so, so I'm going to cool. ignore whatever I read there, and we're going to start. So when we say triple, what do we think? Belgian golden strong. Slightly darker, fuller body, more phenolics, less esters. Also, buckload of hops. Okay, so I have a dark, more phenolic, less estery uh, Belgian strong. Well, by dark, I mean like 7 SRM. Yeah, so yeah, no, no, I, I know, I know what you mean. Like, not yeah. like roasty dark, but like. Um, and then the Americanize it, you think hops? Yes. Okay. And then just a right? bunch. Like every, every, every style, like American brown ale. What do, what do you, what do you think of? You think brown ale, but just hoppier, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It, the word American essentially just means more. All right. So then looking at the BJCP guideline, I happen to have the 2015 up, so who cares? Whatever. Oh, yeah, 26 C. Their alcohol threshold is lower than I thought it would be. And so the threshold is seven and a half to nine and a half. So now I think we got to go to 10. <laughs> Fine. Actually, you're right. 10's not enough. We have to, we have to turn it up to 11. All right. It's American, so, man. We got to make it more. We're talking for OG 1095. Uh, here, I'm I'm working on this. Um, 1090, 1095, 1011. So I don't know. Uh, all right. So triple. All right. So I'm going to set 26C in here as the as the style guideline for this. And we're calling okay. this American uh, triple. Or, uh, I don't know, turned up to 11, right? Uh, <laughs> just stone hedging this shit. All right, so we think we think triple, I immediately start thinking of, like, Belgian uh, or Franco pills as, like, a base malt, but we're Americanizing it, so are we switching our base malt to two-row? American two row with some Belgian aromatic thrown in. Yeah. Yeah. From Pilsner. Yeah. All right. Are we, is there some kind of sugar? There has to be some kind of sugar. 
Um, yeah, we're going to max out the mash ton as it is. So. Yeah, no, there definitely has to be some kind of sugar. What is the most American sugar? corn syrup? High fructose corn syrup. Done. <laughs> Full send, my friend. <laughs> Like, how much corn syrup? Oh, a pound. I don't know. Okay. We'll figure We'll figure out percentages here in a minute. Um, okay. Uh, then we need Belgian aromatic malt, right? Yes. If there's not aromatic malt, I'm not coming over to help brew this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, should we use the Breeze aromatic malt? Yes, because American. Yes. Okay. I was going to say, no, Wireman, because I, I don't know, whatever. Like, I just have a yin for. No, I, I get it. But we're, we're this is this is American. This is a this is an American triple with American ingredients made by American people. Yeah. I mean, if you can. Get, <laughs> <laughs> if you can get Reese aromatic in a small quantity, then just let's go. Right? Yep. So yeast, one of my favorite. Or wait, are we good? On, uh, on I, I have um, two-row aromatic and corn syrup. Two-row aromatic and corn syrup. Uh, our SRM right now is 6.7. This uh, perfect. Yeah. Um, I, with, I have so 90% two-row, uh, yep. 5% aromatic, 5% corn sugar or corn syrup. Okay. Um, gives us a current OG of ten ninety eight. That works. And then we're trying to finish this sub ten ten. Obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah. Obviously. Like, don't be ridiculous. I'm not being <laughs> ridiculous at all. What American? So what 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 American or maybe we have to go Belgian on the yeast? Oh no, we are going Belgian on the yeast. Yeah. Like don't don't even trip, dog. Wait, we should probably talk about like where what temp we're gonna mash it at though. I think like what is what's our acronym? More alcohol, less temp. Let's... Yeah, I have one forty nine in here right now. High fermentability. Sure, you don't want to go one forty six. I. I mean, we could think so. I yeah. do. Mash one forty six for ninety minutes. Nine, ooh, a nine. Okay. I mean, yeah, that works for me. I really feel like that's gonna fuck our head retention over, and the clarity is gonna be pretty haze haze worthy at that low. Um, but I. Especially since we're not doing like multiple rests, unless you want to do multiple rests. No, I don't. I think I think that's too low. You think it's too low? Okay, I think it's too low. I think I think if we go that low, like like you said, we're gonna mess up our clarity and our head retention. And that's not American. I mean, depends on where in America you are. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're not right. we're not some East Coast motherfuckers over here. I don't. <laughs> Fine. 
Okay, we're, so like, we're not living in some kind of treehouse or anything. So, aha, <laughs> uh-huh. pun intended. Yep. Uh, All right, let's talk yeasty beasties. Thirteen eighty-eight is immediately the one that jumps into my brain. Belgian strong. I that works for me, man. White Labs makes five seventy, which is the equivalent. But we want strong phenolics. We want pepper, orange and lemon esters should be kind of a little bit less prevalent. But I'm assuming that well, we need a highly attenuating yeast. So something that's going to be above like 75% attenuation um, needs to be also tolerant of high alcohol. So we're not, not killing too many yeast cells with booze. Mm-hmm. These are our den type of strains from the region of Belgium that produces moderate levels of ester, but higher phenolics. And so what do we know? What do we know about like which temperatures get esters and which temperatures get phenolics? Um, like, yeah. Uh, in the chat, Andy is suggesting uh, Y yeast uh, thirty seven eighty seven. I uh, I have not used that one. I have to look at it. Ah, uh, Trappist High Grav. I think if Andy suggested it, we got to go with it. All right. Can you find it? You can get it. We can get it. Uh, it's on Northern Brewer in stock. Has a tolerance up to 12% is 74 to 78. Okay, so yeah, we're good. Fruity esters and phenolics is dry with, well, yeah. Okay. Are we going for more phenolics or more esters? More banana or more clove? Hmm. I think it depends on what we choose for hops. Okay. Like what's gonna, what's gonna pair well, or pair better with the Simcoe that we're gonna throw at this thing? <laughs> Simcoe. <laughs> I, you know what? If, if Andy is willing to chime in on this, I think we're just gonna go with thirty-seven eighty-seven. Yeah. Because I like Andy and I like listeners that chime in, and yeah, let's just we're just going with it. So, and it does say it produces intense both. Yeah. This it all you know what it also said it's good for beer beer day guard, which is cool. And then also it's a good house strain, which means it's durable and could be reused. Yeah. Bunch, I'm guessing as long as you treat it well. And versatile so. usually is if you're doing a good house strain. Yeah, medium flock. Um yeah, let's 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 go with it. Let's go with it. All right, it's in there. All right, we need some hippity hops. Simcoe. For sure, because nobody, I mean, I haven't had a beer with Simcoe in a hundred years. I haven't either. And I, I mean, it was kind of a joke, but it's also like the most American of hops. Truly. And then, I mean, usually we're talking about like Sazer or like Styrian or something for these kind of beers. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I think anyway. Or I what, what kind of IBU range do you think we're going in here? <sighs> this says it tops say... out about 40. I would say we should be in somewhere in the realm of 30 to 40 for a Belgian golden strong, which is kind of what we're. Well, but this is an American one. 
Yeah, so we don't want to. I mean, are we are we doing any after flame out, or are we are we dry hopping this? Or I no? think we have to dry hop it. We have to dry hop this. I'm with you. I'm I think we you. have so, to dry hop it. Um, I think we should go with forty. I don't. This is just a throwing it out there. Forty five IBU, and then dry hop it. Um, I mean, are we going like all, do you think we should do flame out hops or should we do everything like bitter, all our IBUs bitter and then dry hop? Can we, can we go old school and bitter with Magnum and then just do Simcoe at the end? Yeah. 15, 15 flame out dry hop Simcoe, just make it not like almost a smash. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So 15. Oops, not 615, just 15. And then another ounce of flame out. Oh my God, I'm excited. This is going to be a really cool beer. It's going to be an insane beer. I'm going to drink the crap out of this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that Zimmergy brewing that I go to all the time, uh-huh. they have metal shows and all the time. Um, they have this Belgian IPA that they're not, I think he said they're not going to make it anymore, but like it's, yeah, I love Belgian IPA. It's just so off the wall. Like, right. Okay. All right. Um, I can't get my attenuation to go down. I guess maybe if I bumped up the, the corn syrup, I could, but or my final gravity go down It's saying we're going to finish at 1018. I don't think we will. Too high, too, high, too sweet. Yeah. More sugar. More sugar it is. Couldn't we just like get packets of sugar from like an American coffee shop and just let's bring this down. Maybe. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be American wasting a bunch of paper and resources on? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so if I how can we be more wasteful? If I go up to ten percent on the corn syrup. Um, our calculated final gravity is 1015. Okay. Which is whatever. It's too high. I know. Do we do we, Do I bump that up another pound? Why not? Yeah. All right. Corn syrup's cheap. It's 1013. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go lower. Can't use Belgian candy syrup. Got to use corn syrup. Got to use corn High syrup. Fructose. What is that? Che- as terrible as possible. Like we, <laughs> all we need to do is get some McDonald's French fries and throw those. <laughs> what is what? What percentage? Should we throw is- some French fries in the mash? Oh, I've I've gone too far. I've gone too far. <laughs> too far. My Wait, ABV tolerance was ex- was uh, exceeded. <laughs> I'm serious. Should we throw McDonald's French fries in the mash? No. Why? Because like, we don't need that oil in there, and the potatoes aren't going to add shit. <laughs> we still want it to taste good. All right. All right. I went up to uh, 13% corn syrup. That's a lot of corn syrup. I know. It's too much. I need to go back down because we're going to ferment out lower than what this is suggesting because I always do. 
well, if you know your system, like that's, yeah. that brings up a good point. You should know your system. Yeah. Like, so we're going to do two pounds of corn syrup. Okay. Because corn syrup should have just about 100% fermentability, right? I would, yeah. I've never used it, but I, I think it has to. We're going to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So right, right now we have 85% raw two row, 10% okay. corn syrup, and 5% uh, aromatic malt. All right. That gives us an SRM of six and a half. Perfect. Um, IBUs of 42. Um, estimated ABV of, or estimated OG of 1091. Estimated final gravity of 1015. And I think that final gravity is going to be lower. Okay. Just the way my system has been working lately, it'll be lower. Well, do we know, like, wait, I'm sorry. How many pounds of malt is it total? Uh, 19. That's not going to fit into your... We're going to use the cooler. Rosilla or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, we're going to use the cooler. All right. And we'll do it outside. We'll do direct fire. It'll be fun. It'll be old school. It'll be throwbacky. We'll use propane and propane accessories. <laughs> Bobby? <laughs> um, yeah, we'll have to figure out what we want to do to the water. Soft. Yep. Uh, you know, what if I... Gotta be soft. Change. Here, let me change my equipment profile. No, I don't want to scale my recipe. We use this one. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I gotta check my water and do the math there. That doesn't seem like good. Good radio. No. Andy's like, make sure it'll fit in the Brazil. Do you need to make a smaller batch, Andy? We've only made that mistake one time. <laughs> yeah like I also you won't be seeing my butt crack this time but you might see him jump into the pool depending on when we do this yeah I hope so anyway so alright man this is kind of fun I'm excited about this beer I wasn't really excited about this beer and now I'm kind of excited about this beer I'm quite excited about this beer so It'll be a good fall beer. Can we talk about how it's going to be fermented, though? I was thinking with yeast and temp control. And all right, so chill. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna have to chill it. We're gonna have to chill it and then let it rise to like the 80s at least. You think that high? Yes, I do think that high. Okay. I do. Done. 80, 82. All right, here, let me uh, let me edit the fermentation profile. You think 80. Okay. I mean, well, let it, I mean, do you think it would free rise that high at your? I, what I, what I would do is we'll transfer it into the fermenter um, at like 100. And then we'll chill it down to 80. No, no, you got to chill it down to like 65 and then let it free rise. Oh, you think, oh, you, oh, with the yeast? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. 
but cap it at like 80 or 82 like you've got temp yeah. control 65 for a day Boop. and then we'll add let it rise from like 65 to 80 something for i don't know five days i think yeah we'll let it ramp uh that i think that's gonna help the I don't think I know it'll help the way the attenuation works. Yeah. So we'll hold it at 80 for five days. Yeah. And then we'll ramp for a day or ramp for a few days up to 80. We'll hold it at 80 for five and then drop it down to back down to 65. Back oh back down after the eighty day like hold, or the five day eighty degree hold. Yeah, and then crash. Sixty five for a few days. I'll just put like two weeks in here, and then yeah, and then I don't know. Like I have in the past, like like actually loggered. Okay, so this will primarily be done. So I'll hold it at sixty five for like two three days. Um, and, yeah, then, and then and then do a logger step. I, I I would, I mean, we since we can do whatever we want, and I don't believe that your fermenter will be tied up. I really would not mind this loggering for three weeks. Okay. Done. At like thirty-two. Yeah, I gotta do a. Oh. Does that sound too weird or radical? Or I mean, no, no, no. Let's try it. It's it's right. it's much. And I approve much because this is an American triple. I've just had really good luck lagering these type belt yeah. when I was like like oh like only making Belgians, like yeah, I would always lager them. I got an oh. NZ Pilsner that I have to brew yet too. Um that I have all the yeah. ingredients for, and that is a lager too. So we'll just do these and we'll lager them up and wicked. Wicked cool. Well wicked smart. <laughs> Are we? I don't know. I think that's what uh, Brian Bryanson would say. Probably. Yeah. He's from that part of the world. That's true. Well, not that part of the world, but a different part of the world that's close to that oh, part of the world. Is that the end of our show? I think so. Oh, man, that's a kind of a bummer. I do love doing this show with you, Brian. I like doing this show with you, too, man. Aw, buddy. <laughs> alright guys if you have any questions comments show ideas or what have you go and choose an email at feedback at blindindustudios.com you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash blindindustudios you can follow us on instagram at blindindustudios and I'll see you guys next week peace